0: positivity and prosperity podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams there is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. everyone. Oh my goodness. I am so excited for today's podcast and I really, really hope that you are too. Um, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, the power of mindset. I'm going to be giving you scientific evidence of the power of your own mindset and the fact that your thoughts create your life and And if you know me, you'll know that my background is originally in psychology and psychology and cognitive neuroscience because that's what my degree's in. And I just love talking about all the ways that mindset can hold us back and then what we can do to change that. So I'm always talking. I've actually just been talking to my mum about this amazing mindset study, one that I'm going to share in this podcast. But oh, I just I love this stuff, and that's why I'm a mindset coach. That's why I'm a psychotherapist because I just love it. So I hope you're all really going to enjoy this episode. So grab a cup of tea, grab a cup of coffee, put your earbuds in if you're on the commute somewhere, and just sit back and just listen to the power of mindset. Now, I can't remember if I've actually shared this on the podcast before, but basically my my journey into mindset was because in my early 20s, I suffered from really bad anxiety. And it's not something that I talked a lot about at the time. Um, I didn't tell a lot of my friends because it was just something I was trying to deal with myself. If I'm really honest, I thought I was going crazy and I didn't want to tell people because I thought they would think I was a bit mad. I know better now, but that's how it was at the time. So I lost a lot of weight and I was kind of too scared to eat. And I know that sounds ridiculous, um, but I just had this fear that I was going to choke on things. And I'm so lucky to have an amazing, wonderful, supportive family, like honestly. And luckily my mum actually took me to see a hypnotherapist and that totally transformed everything. I, I can actually picture sitting down with the yellow pages, flicking through the yellow pages and making the phone call to the hypnotherapist and I'm so, so glad I did and I'll admit I was a bit skeptical at first, but I was just so desperate, the anxiety was just so crippling that I was willing to try anything, like literally anything and and it worked and as a side note, when I actually see private therapy clients for anxiety, you know, they often have that same sort of experience They're totally fed up with the negative impact the anxiety is having on their lives. Often they've been to see their doctors, um, they've not got the results they wanted from that. So they're really open to trying things like hypnotherapy and BWRT, which is something that I use with my clients and I love it. If you haven't heard of it, BWRT stands for Brain Working Recursive Therapy. And basically, It is like reprogramming, oh, I can't even say that, reprogramming your mind. And it's the brainchild of an amazing therapist called Terence Watts. You can check out the webpage for BWRT. Um, If you've got any questions, feel free to send me um, a DM or an email. Uh, I'll give you all of the information if you're interested. But anyway, I basically experienced firsthand how it was my mind that was basically creating this anxiety. And the good news is, I was able to fully take back charge. I was able to take control of my mindset. And that's just why I love it so much, because I've experienced it, I've gone through it. And that is what I wanted to create this episode about. I wanted to create this episode for you. And it's not just for people who suffer from anxiety. This whole episode is about the power of mindset. Um, And it's mindset for success. It's mindset for health. It's mindset for tenacity and achieving your goals. It's just all about mindset. So there is going to be something for everyone in this episode. So let's dive into all that really good mindset stuff. Now, the first thing I want to say is that mindset matters. Now, I'm just going to repeat that little statement in case you didn't catch it. In case, you know, there was an announcement on the train or you've been boiling the kettle. Mindset matters. And I honestly believe and I see it in my clients and I've seen it in myself that mindset is the foundation of your success. It's It's the foundation of your success, whether you're growing a business, you're increasing your confidence, you're tackling anxiety, you're finding your dream partner, literally whatever you want to achieve, the first place that you need to start has got to be mindset. And I know at first you think about, you know, all of the actions you need to take, you know, you think about the strategies, the the strategy pieces, like, I don't know, building a website for your business or marketing yourself. Or if you're looking for your dream partner, you know, you think about going out on dates. And do you know what? That's all important. I I agree. Yes, strategy is important. And I'm going to do a bigger episode on the, the difference and the importance of mindset and strategy. But without the right mindset in place, you just haven't got that solid foundation you need for success. And it's a bit like trying to build a house on rocky Groot, What is wrong with me today? It's like trying to build a house on rocky ground. The foundations aren't going to be level, the house might look nice for a bit, but then you're going to notice cracks and it's just not going to last. And that is exactly the same with building a business, finding your dream relationship, trying to build confidence. If you're not focusing on mindset, it's like you're sticking a plaster on the problem. You're not getting to the root cause of it. And Plasters only last for so so long, don't they? They're not a long-term solution. Now, if you're anything like me, you love evidence. You want to know how things work. You, want to see, you kind of want to see results, you know? You want to see the results that someone else has got to know that something works or that it's important. And do you know what? I am totally the same when it comes to mindset. And I find it hard sometimes to throw myself into something that I can't see, or I can't feel, or I haven't seen tangible results. And do you know what? Mindset is literally all in your head, isn't it? So what I want to do in this episode is talk you through some of my favorite mindset studies. And these are my favorite ones because they really help me increase my belief in the power of mindset. And that's what I want to do for you. I want you to see that mindset really, really does matter. And if you're listening to this and you are trying to achieve something in your life, it doesn't matter what it is, but if there is a goal you've set yourself or a challenge that you've set yourself, then honestly, mindset is where you need to focus. And okay, maybe with like a little bit of action thrown in, but start with the mindset piece. As I said, I'm going to do a whole other episode about this debate of over mindset and strategy, because as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, it's important. It's important to consider both, but we'll save that for another episode. Okay. So if you're not a hundred percent sold on this idea that mindset matters, how many times do you think I'm going to say that in this episode? Do you think it could be one of those like mindset bingos, counting how many times? In fact, if that's your thing, count how many times I say the phrase mindset matters in this episode and send me a DM or send me a comment on Instagram, I'd love to know. Anyway, so if you're not 100% sold that mindset matters, then sit back and prepare to be amazed and if you're already team mindset, if you've got the t-shirt, you've got the cap, you've got the jacket, you've got the stickers, then I just know you're gonna love these powerful, powerful mindset examples. Okay, so first up, does anyone fancy a milkshake? Well, Dr. Alia Crum and her team at Yale University asked their participants to drink some milkshakes and have their blood taken. And that sounds quite easy, right? Okay, maybe if you're if you don't like needles, maybe not. But what they did was, the team measured a hormone in their blood called ghrelin. Or as I like to call it, gremlin, because I picture this little gremlin in your blood, because what this hormone does is it basically makes you feel hungry. It's stimulating your body to eat, and then the levels of ghrelin drop in your blood when you've had sufficient calories, because it's like your little barometer for needing food or being satisfied. So, got back to Dr. Alia Crum. Uh, On day one, the participants rocked up at the experiment and they're given their healthy ma- milkshake. They're given this healthy milkshake with 0% fat and 130 calories and it's called the lean milkshake sounds okay. Uh, The researchers take their blood, they measure their ghrelin levels, and they notice that the levels drop by a small amount. And that's what they expected because the participants have had a small amount of calories. So the ghrelin levels drop a little bit to register that. And then day two, the same participants come into the lab, but this time they're given the dream milkshake. It's an indulgent milkshake with 650 calories and it's got 35 grams of fat in it, which is like, wow. Same volume, everything else is kept the same. And the researchers take their blood. And this time they notice that their ghrelin levels drop dramatically, which is expected because their body has had a serious amount of calories, right? So what's the catch here? Well, there's always a catch, isn't there? Well, what the participants didn't know is that actually both milkshakes were exactly the same and both milkshakes had the same low calories. So both milkshakes only had 130 calories and were zero fat. But what happened was their bodies responded differently based on their mindsets so their hormone levels actually changed purely because they thought they were having a calorie and fat laden milkshake so here's proof number 1 that mindset matters think you're eating something calorie laden and heavy fat and your body treats it that way so what that what we're saying here is physical changes happen purely based on your perceptions and expectations Whew. Now, don't worry if you're still not convinced. I've got plenty more where that came from. But let's just let's just take a minute to see what impact this can have on our lives. Now, how many of you listening to this have had, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, cheat days when it comes to food or you've decided to eat every naughty food? And I'm putting naughty in inverted commas here because I, you know... It's not actually what I think. But how many of us have had those days when we're like, right, that's it. I'm having the crisps. I'm having the pizza. I'm having the chocolate. I deserve it. I'm treating myself. Sod the diet. Um, Or how many of us have looked at a dessert and thought, oh my gosh, how many calories must be in that? Can anyone relate to those, those thoughts and feelings about the food we're having and how much we're eating? Well, based on this study, just stop for a second and think about the impact this could be having on our bodies. And I'm definitely guilty of this. Just imagine the way our bodies are responding just because of our perception of the food. Now, if you read um, E squared or E cubed, uh, I can't remember which book it's in, but they're both by an amazing author called Pam Grout. She talks about um, a really, really interesting experiment where people lost weight in just a few days by doing nothing but thinking about how wonderful and healthy and loving and nutritious their food was. Not by banning food. They were allowed to eat whatever they liked. All they had to do was just think of it as wonderful, wonderful food. So they had to kind of ban those thoughts like, oh, it's naughty. Oh, it's so bad for me. They just had to ban all of that. And people lost weight not dieting, not calorie counting, not exercising more than normal, just by, I think she described it as sending positive thoughts into the food. I think that's how she described it. Check out E-squared or E-cubed if you want to see it. Uh, Sorry, read the article, but it had a massive impact on people. They lost weight. Now, how many times have you gone to a restaurant and seen a dessert and presumed stuff about it? Now, I'm definitely guilty of this, you know, there've been times when I've been trying to eat more healthily. So I've thought, right, well, maybe I'll have the apple crumble, because I think it's got fewer calories in it than the chocolate brownie or whatever. Well, if we don't actually know the calories and the fat and the sugar content of food, isn't it crazy to think that our bodies are going to respond differently based on what we perceive it to be like? So let's say, I don't know, this restaurant had only got the diet Weight Watchers cheesecake, but they couldn't tell anyone. So everyone just presumed it was the creamy, fatty version. That makes it sound horrible. I love cheesecake, but you know what I mean. Imagine the impact it would have on their bodies. It could be low calorie, but if they were perceiving it to be high calorie, their bodies would react differently. Now, this isn't an episode about weight loss, but but I just think that's such a relatable example. The perception we have of our food affects how our bodies respond to it. It's, it's just such a lovely mindset example. So I wanted to start with that one and share that with you. Now, actually, I'm just going to pause for a second at this point. If you're listening to this and you have got some amazing mindset experiments or examples, I would absolutely love to hear from you. I am a bit obsessed about mindset books and kind of consuming information. So if you've got a book you think I should read or a particular study you think I should know about, send me a message on Instagram. I'm victoria.maskell. The information's in the uh, show notes. Um, Have a look on my website. You can send me an email. Just let me know. I would love, love, love to hear about your favorite mindset examples. Anyway, okay. If you're still not convinced, don't worry, I've got more examples for you. Now, the next example does involve me slightly talking about injections. So it's not graphic at all, I promise. But I just wanted to put a quick kind of warning message out there. So if anyone doesn't like the idea of the word injections and stuff, maybe just just kind of turn the volume down or skip ahead. Okay, so this study was, again, another group of volunteers, and this time they volunteered to have two injections a day over a period of a few weeks. And what happened was they all started off having a red injection, so the syringe and the liquid inside was red, and that was injected into their right arm. And this red injection had a chemical that caused their arms to swell and turn red in colour they were also all given a green injection into their left arm. And this green injection had a harmless saline solution. So it did nothing, didn't cause any reaction. It was a completely harmless injection. Now, the researchers repeated this with the participants every day for a few weeks. And then, now this is where I get so sneaky. Without telling the participants, they swapped what was in each syringe. So now the red syringe contained harmless saline and they'd already proved that that caused no reaction because over the previous days the red syringe arm had swelled up and gone red, the green syringe arm had done nothing. But now the researchers were swapping it. So now the green syringe contained the chemical that caused their arms to swell and go red. And don't forget they proved that this chemical did this to the participants. So, the participants came in as normal, they had the red syringe injected into their right arm, which, remember, now is harmless saline, and the green syringe injected into their left arm, now containing the swelling-causing chemical. Can you guess what happened? Yes, the right arm still swelled up and went red because they expected it to. And you know what? The left arm, no reaction despite it having the same harmful chemical injected into them, or into them, that they had had before. Their bodies responded how their mind expected them to. How crazy is that? So, The the chemical injected into their left arms did nothing because they presumed it was the harmless saline. They'd been conditioned. Their mindset, their mind had told them that it was saline and therefore there wasn't any swelling and there was no redness. They had no reaction. But the harmless saline that they'd already proved caused no reaction caused their arm to go red and swell. How crazy is that? Now, how many of you have had, oh, I don't know, a a colleague or a family member, maybe one of your children or your partner, who's had a cold and then you've thought to yourself, oh great, I'm gonna get that now. And lo and behold, you end up sneezing and coughing and feeling awful. Or maybe every year after going on holiday, you seem to come down with a cold from the germs on the plane. And it just seems to be this predictable pattern. Or maybe your kids always get a cold when the new term starts. Well, have you ever thought how much of this could be down to mindset? How much of it could be down to the fact that you actually start to expect that it's going to happen, and so it does happen? Now, obviously, I know coughs and colds are contagious, and plain air recycling can spread germs and all of those horrible things. But then surely flight attendants would continually be ill because it's always different people on the planes, isn't it? And why is it that doctors and nurses don't always get every cough and every cold going? When you actually start to really analyse it and think about the power of mindset, you just start to see the incredible possibility of taking control and using the power of mindset to totally improve your life. Even just something as simple as trusting that you're not going to get a cold can actually stop you from getting ill. That is the power, that mindset, that belief can have on your body. It has physical changes. Now, I was listening to a podcast this morning, and I cannot for the life of me think who said it. Actually, I think it was Angie Lee's brother. I might be wrong. But he was saying, if so much stress can cause you to have a heart attack and stop your body... And we know that stress is a psychological process, but if so much stress, so basically mindset can stop your heart, he was saying, why can't it work the other way? Why can't the way we think heal our bodies? Why can't we have positive changes and positive impacts on our bodies because of our mindsets? And I just thought that was such a powerful analogy. The idea that we can flip it Because, you know, in the examples I've been giving you, I've been talking about fairly negative effects, I suppose. But once you understand that this evidence exists, once you can see the power of mindset, the effect it has, you can flip this and you can improve so many areas of your life, from your happiness to your health to your success. And that's another reason why I wanted to do this episode, because there are so many positive benefits from it. And I know that sometimes not everyone is into the woo-woo, not everyone's into the spirituality side of things. And that's why I wanted to give this kind of scientific twist on stuff. Um, anyway... I digress. I'm sorry. Let's go on to the next example. Um, Now I had to put this one in here and I know this is quoted a lot, but I think it's really important for anyone who's trying to make big changes in their lives. So if you're trying to start a business or grow a business or um, really increase your self-confidence, because maybe that's something that's been lacking, Um, maybe you're trying to make a million dollars or, oh my goodness, maybe you're listening to this and you want to come up with a new invention or you want to change the way social media works or, I don't know, revolutionize the coaching business. Whatever it is, I have put this example in here because I think it shows how mindset changes lives. Mindset changes the world. Mindset changes perception. And change is so important for us to grow and us to develop. And I know change can be scary, but I promise this is a non-scary mindset example. Okay. So this example is of Roger, Roger? Roger Bannister. What is wrong with me today? Anyway, you've probably heard of him, but Before him, everyone thought that it was totally impossible to run a mile in under four minutes. Now, for me, I think it's totally impossible for me to run a mile in under eight minutes, but hey. Okay, so there was just this perception. It just wasn't possible, you know, just in the same way that maybe the people in the 1600s probably thought it was impossible to fly. But Roger Bannister was a neurology student at Oxford University, and he was totally determined to break the psychological barrier note that it's psychological in this case, and in 1954 he became the first person ever to run a mile in under four minutes. Now he later went on to become a neurologist and he wrote a lot of papers on the physiology of exercise, but what was funny was that after he broke this record and the psychological barrier, lots of other people were suddenly able to run a mile in under four minutes. And this four minute barrier has now been broken by over 1400 people. So the change went from people thinking it's not possible, it's never going to happen. He was determined, he used his scientific background, he used mindset and psychological strategies to break this barrier. And then once someone could see that it was possible, so many other people have now followed in his footsteps hope you like the pun there. Um, and have now, sorry, that was really bad and have now been able to do exactly the same thing. So mindset really does matter. If you're counting the mindset matters, there's another one because it's, it was all about people believing it was possible. And I'm sure there are similar examples with things like the first airplane or computers or Wi-Fi, or, um, things like FaceTime. Oh, I have to just tell you a quick story. Um, Sadly, he's not with us anymore. But um, my granddad, the first time I used FaceTime, I think I FaceTimed my mum, I was with my granddad, and his face lit up because he was was 96 when he passed away. But he was so excited that he could talk to my mum through my phone. He thought it was amazing. And obviously, he grew up in a time when there wasn't computers and internet, let alone FaceTime. So... Just this idea of changing your views of what is possible makes such a difference to your belief, to your actions as well, because this isn't just psychological. Say you're trying to grow your business and you've got this mindset that it's impossible to, I don't know, have a coaching business, or it's impossible to get clients, or it's impossible to set up a shop in a particular area. Well, then that belief is going to have a huge impact on the actions you take. Whereas if you read an article or you heard a story about someone setting up a similar shop in your area or developing a a similar sort of business, that mindset completely changes and you suddenly think, oh my goodness, this is possible. Someone else has done it. If they can do it, why can't I? So it's so, so impossible. It's so, so important that you believe that certain things are possible for you to be able to achieve your goals, to achieve all the things that you want to succeed. So if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, or maybe an inventor, or someone listening to this, and you're you're doubting your ability to be able to do something, then ask yourself this question. Do I know anyone else in the whole entire world that has done something like this? then say, do I think it's possible? And if someone else has done it, then you can do it too, because it's all mindset. Is it going to take you a bit longer? Maybe. Is it going to involve hard work? Yeah, quite possibly, but it's possible. And when you believe something is possible, that is the first step to success. So if you're a coach and you want to have 10,000 followers on Instagram but you're starting to doubt things then why not go and find a coach who has that many followers just to remind yourself it's possible and i'm not talking about comparison here i'm not talking about oh well she's got 10,000 followers but i haven't i'm talking about reminding yourself that people are doing it and that you can do it as well and you know if you're struggling to get clients as a clo- as a coach Right, now you should be counting the mistakes I'm making with how I'm speaking. Let's start that one again. If you're struggling to get clients as a coach and you're starting to think that it's really hard, then go and find an example of someone who has a sold out one to one program or find another coach who has a waiting list for people to work with them. If you're in a nine to five and you want to start your own business, Go and find examples of people who are like you, who've done something similar, and just reaffirm that it's totally possible for you. And that if other people who are similar to you, and they don't have to be the same, it's not about thinking, oh, well, that person's done it, but they've got 17 degrees, or that person's done it, but they came from a rich family. It's not about that. It's just about seeing that whatever you're striving for is possible. Whew! Okay, so they're just three of my favorite mindset examples. I could literally go on for days about mindset studies I love, but hey, maybe I'll make another episode on it. Now, I want to talk about how you can use this information, how you can use this understanding and this proof. I hope you believe that it is proof now that mindset matters and how you can use it to have an impact on your life. So, I know that a wide range of different people listen to this podcast and I really love it when you tag me on Instagram. And do you know what, actually there was, a, I won't say the girl's name just in case she, she doesn't want to be named, but I got this beautiful message on Instagram, uh, yesterday from a 14-year-old girl who was listening to my podcast and it nearly brought a tear to my eye because it was just so touching she was telling me about how her family had always taught her to believe in the law of attraction and how she'd been given this law of attraction book when she was 9 years old and she was recommending it to me and I am definitely going to go and listen to it and i just thought how how wonderful it was that her family was supporting her in these amazing beliefs and experience, she was getting to experience mindset stuff at the age of nine. And I just thought how lovely it was as well for her to take the time to send me a message. So yeah, it was just wonderful. Anyway, sorry, I've, I've gone off on a tangent. But I always love to hear from the podcast family. So if you're listening to this, don't be shy, pop over, send me a message. But whatever age, gender, background, business, whoever you are, wh- whoever's listening to this, I bet you have some kind of goal whether that's to earn more money, to scale and up level your business, um, whether it's to get fit, get happy, reduce your stress, find your dream partner, whatever it is, I would say that everyone has got some kind of goal. So I want you to ask yourself this powerful question. I want you to ask yourself, what isn't where I want it to be in my life? Now, you can decide to journal on this or I, I really like talking things through, so maybe find a friend or a family member, just talk about it, maybe ponder on it, oh, what a word, ponder, um, on it on your commute to work, when you go for a walk, but just just sit down and like ask yourself, what isn't where I want it to be in my life right now? Maybe you're struggling with self-confidence, maybe you want to go for that promotion at work, or maybe you want to start your YouTube channel, but you're scared of just getting your face out there, you're scared of messing up, getting criticism or maybe saying something that you think is wrong in an interview or something that people don't agree with. The next thing you need to do is you need to really identify your beliefs around this. What is actually going through your head when you're thinking about going for that promotion or starting your business or finding a partner, whatever it is, what are you thinking? What what lit, literal gremlins, what ideas are swirling around in your brain when you think about this goal? And as the Henry Ford quote goes, I hope I'm going to get this the right way around, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And it's so true that our thoughts are literally creating our reality. So if you're telling yourself that it's hard to get clients, then it's going to be. And If you identify as, and you kind of think of yourself as a shy person, then you're going to be a shy person because that's your habit, that's your belief, that's what you are filling your mind with every day. So once you've identified your thoughts and your beliefs on this subject related to your goal, I want you to think about how someone who's already achieved that would think about it. So I want you to put yourself in the mindset of someone who is confident, or someone who has their own business, or someone who's met their soulmate. So if you want to have a a successful six-figure business, for example, how would someone who has already done that think about their abilities? If your focus is maybe on diet and exercise, how would a health coach Think about what they eat, about going to the gym, exercising, their body. What you're doing in this exercise is you're basically identifying the kind of mindset that you need to adopt to achieve your goal. And it's actually so much easier if you can think of it through the eyes of someone who's already done it. Because if you're a really shy person, sometimes it feels really hard to picture yourself being confident, especially if you've been shy for a long time because you're like, "Ah, this is just not who I am. But if you can project that, and if you can think about someone else who's really confident, now that might be someone famous, that might be a family member, you find it much easier to bring up the thoughts, the mannerisms, the expectations that come with that level of confidence. And and actually, um, whilst I'm on this, as a side note, I get asked a lot about money mindset and how to have a millionaire mindset when you've got zero dollars in the bank and this is such a great question and I totally understand why people ask it. So my take on this idea is that if you're trying to do all of these money affirmations all day and you're saying to yourself things like I am a millionaire, I have money in abundance, my business is so successful. But the reality is your bank account is empty and your reality is so far removed from being this from being this millionaire that is going to be such a hard mindset to shift. Now, I totally get that. And I I definitely get why people ask me this question. And, you know, I just want to finish this off by giving you some money mindset tips that link to this idea of shifting into money abundance and believing that you can be successful. So first tip is about when and where you do your affirmations. So essentially, affirmations are basically meant for your subconscious. In your, They're meant for your subconscious mind, because really, that runs the show. Um, probably about 90% of your brain power is run by your subconscious. So if you're driving in your car, unless you're a learner driver, your subconscious is driving, really. Your conscious mind is probably thinking about being hungry or what you're going to have for tea. I'm actually hungry and wanting tea now, and I think that's why that's come into my head. But If you do your affirmations when your conscious mind is at the forefront, so when you're fully alert, you're focused, then what so often happens is doubt creeps in. Now, I know they say fake it till you make it, but with money, this doesn't always work in my experience. Hey, it works for some people, but this is just my experience, what I've seen with my clients. And you know what? Sometimes it just feels really ridiculous to sit there and say you're rich when you're so lacking in money. It just feels so wrong. So what I would say here is to do your affirmations in the alpha brain state, or even better in the theta brain state, which is basically under hypnosis, or alpha state is the bridge between the conscious and the subconscious mind, and the theta brain state is like a deeper level of that. And actually I create custom audios for my clients to help them to do this, and it's so powerful, and it really, really gets them results. Um, the second tip I would say is to try switching up the phrasing of your affirmations if they're not working for you. So trying, you know, trying to change the, the words and the language if they're not resonating with you. So instead of going all out and saying things like, I am a millionaire, you can soften it and you can say something like, I allow myself to make more money or I allow myself to accept wealth and it just softens it. And you can actually probably feel the difference just listening to it. And what's happening is that your conscious mind isn't sort of blocking or stopping that statement because it seems so totally ludicrous. And so what happens is it's so much easier for you to make that part of your new mindset. And that's the goal, isn't it? Now, my third tip on this is all about gratitude when it comes to money mindset. And if you're trying to increase your earnings from something low, then it can be hard to imagine being wealthy. I totally understand that. Maybe um, if you've come from a background where money was in limited supply, you've probably got some deep rooted beliefs that money is either for other people or that you don't deserve it or that it's hard or that you have to work hours and hours and hours to make it. So here's my tip about going for what I call basically a gratitude treasure hunt. Okay. We like to make things fun because if you make things fun, mindset shifts and manifestation are so much easier. So what I want you to do is I want you to take some time and I want you to go and find all the amazing things that you do have all the amazing things that make you feel abundant in whatever way you like. So, this might be oh, gorgeous little pictures that your children have drawn for you, or it might be amazing lifelong friendships you have. It could be a wardrobe full of clothes. Do you know what? It could be one item of clothing that you just love and adore. It might be a family heirloom. It doesn't have to be anything that's expensive. It just has to be something that you're grateful for that matters to you. It might be the fact that you have a beautifully neat kitchen or cupboards with food in them. Literally, anything and everything counts. It might be that you see the sun shining in through your windows or your favourite pyjamas or whatever it is. So your job is to literally go and search for everything in your life that makes you feel rich, and it doesn't just have to be a monetary feeling of rich. Um, it's not just about how much money you have in your bank account. It's about emotions and positivity and coming from a place of gratitude. So, oh, this is literally just touching the surface on money mindset, and that's why I've actually created my amazing online course that shows you exactly how to up-level your money mindset. So whether you're a struggling coach uh, thinking about getting a part-time job because there just isn't enough money coming into your business, or maybe you're a female entrepreneur and you're stuck at that six-figure salary and you're wanting to finally break break through to those seven figures this is the course for you. It's going to be launching really, really soon. And I don't want you to miss out on the exclusive early bird discount. You may have heard me talking about one of the episodes. So if this is resonating with you, if you're feeling stuck around money, if you're not seeing money coming in in the way you want it to, if you know you've got these negative beliefs around money and deserving money and earning money, it's time for you to let go of those beliefs that are holding you back. So click the link in my show notes and you can get onto the early bird waiting list and you will exclude, you will exclude, you will receive an exclusive discount when that launches. So keep an eye out for that. And actually as a free gift, if you haven't already, I would really, really strongly urge you to download my powerful Manifest Money With Ease audio. I've had some really, really great feedback from my clients who've been using this and they've said they could literally feel the difference in the way they felt About Money in as little as two days. And it's a short audio. So you can listen to it in your lunch break, you can listen to it in the morning, you can listen to it whilst you're driving or no, not whilst you're driving, whilst you're cooking. Um, So all you have to do is go over to my Instagram which is www.instagram.com forward slash victoria.maskell. And in my bio, you will see the link, click on that and the download will be yours. And you can start listening to it straight away. And you can start removing, you can start healing those subconscious money blocks that are holding you back. Okay, so I hope by now that you truly believe that mindset matters if you've been counting, I want to know how many times I've said that in this episode, but the point stands, it really does matter. And I hope that you've got some ideas of how you can change your beliefs to help you actually achieve your goals, whatever you're striving for. And I know whoever you are, wherever you're listening to this from, I know you can achieve whatever you set your mind to and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what your goals are. So feel free to send me an email or, um, so send me an email at victoria at victoriamaskell.com, or as ever head over to my Instagram, tag me to tell me that you're listening to this episode, DM me and tell me what your goals are, what you're working on. I would love to hear from you. Okay. So I hope you all have a really, really, really great day. And I do genuinely mean that. Um, and I hope I will see you all in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day, and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode. Bye.